Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yup, it's Ask Grapsity. There used to be like a graphic that came up that Ask Grapsity. I know it's in here somewhere. I didn't look <laughs> at it before we started the show, but you know, oh, here it is right here. Can I? Yep. Oh, there it is. Look at me. We killing it. Ask Grapsity is today. It's Philip Lindsay. It's Righteous Reg. We are back. A little bit different, of course. I'm sure everybody in the world has heard the news that one-third of the Grab City podcast is now All Elite. William Washington is All Elite, a part of the All Elite Wrestling brand. Um, it's out there, Bill. It's out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually we do this on Fightful Select, as you guys know. Um, but for today's episode, we're, we are free 99. Mm-hmm. Uh if you would like to watch Axe Graffiti from, from today on, of course, it'll be on Fightful Select. Pay your $5 for, uh, you know, scoops to the scoops and uh, your boys. Easy as that. It's not really uh, that complicated, right? It's like five bucks. You get a whole bunch of news from Sean Rossap that you are eventually going to see on your timeline anyway. So you might as well, you know, help out a couple of brothers like us get paid and send in some money. And then if you have that, you can see us every other Thursday asking all the questions in the world. If you guys want to ask questions, you can ask them here in the chat. Um, ask away, man. We don't really like to hold anything back. We see there's a bunch of you guys piling in here. Uh, yeah, Will Washington is now a part of the thing. His influence showed immediately as we saw Sheeta run onto the screen, you're like, oh, yeah, Will Washington definitely works there now. Very hilarious moment. All the jokes about Will and people are already calling him the Booker of the Year. I've just been having a big belly laugh all day, every day. So, you know, it's been uh, it, it's been quite a moment, I'd say. Let's uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at already, Bill? I just seen uh, I just seen somebody pop up on the side. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what happened? That person ran away really fast. (laughs) 
let's get into a couple of these in the chatty questions. We're going to get to the uh, Super Chats first. Um, Ricardo El Rey de Chisme says, love the new era of Graphsity. This is the new era of Graphsity so far. We're just like trying to see what we're going to get into. We're going to have like a whole bunch of things going on when we get, you know, get to Saturday. Uh, today, we're just kind of kicking it, seeing what y'all are about, seeing how y'all feel about how things are going to be moving forward. So thank you for that, Ricardo. I really appreciate that. Okay, y'all are coming fast now. I'm, I can't read. My eyes are too slow for this. Uh, Jake, oh, our homie Jake's here. Jake Salazar says, I'm just here to push my OC versus Nido agenda. Anybody want to help push this on Twitter? Will, I know you see this. Put the word out, buddy. Jake, that's a great match, I think, for Forbidden Door. Orange Cassidy has been doing some pretty amazing things uh, with that championship. One of the best in the world wrestlers, I think, off the backs of that championship. And Phil, right, Naito is, would be a pretty dope opponent for him, wouldn't he? Yeah, you're actually late to the agenda, Jake, because I've been pushing <laughs> this agenda for over a year. Um, I actually pitched that match for the first Forbidden Door, and it mm. didn't happen. So still waiting for that match to happen, Tony Khan. Uh, I know our influence is in the building now, so make this match happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get funny, I'm sure, with our influence being in the building. <laughs> Jester says, would uh, would like if they gave Odyssey Jones the Mark Henry treatment. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe that means he wants them to get a big push. I don't know. Okay. Because, I mean, when Mark first came in, they did make him seem like a big deal. Like they were airing the vignettes and then, you know, showing that he was like an Olympian and all these other things. And so um, maybe that's what it means. I like it. I think uh, I think the dude has charisma, maybe mm -hmm. even a little bit more charisma than Mark Henry did when he came in. So I think if they give him a chance to do his thing, he could do it. But he might get lost in the shuffle. There's a lot going on already over there. I think for all the people that kind of were called up NXT, besides like Pretty Deadly and Grayson Waller, who I think are going to be doing pretty well, regardless of what happens. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good uh, it's a good sign for Odyssey Jones. Um, hopefully, they got plans for him. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> We got a question here from T. Smith. What is your opinion on Bullet Club and AEW? Seems pretty lackluster. Do you think they even have access to the IP? <laughs> Do you think people will continue to join? Um, I don't know what to make of Bullet Club Gold. Because um, the appeal of Bullet Club is that they're a bunch of gaijins starting trouble in a Japanese promotion. Uh, yes. and so that entire concept is not there when you're in an American promotion. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know um, if it's just to build up to a civil war angle with the bullet club guys at forbidden door. And I think that's interesting, but I like it. I don't know what you do with it going forward because it kind of doesn't have the same appeal anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and it almost feels like, all right, well we got Jay white and Jay white is most popular for being leader of bullet club. So let's use him in that aspect. But I don't know. It, it's still strange that my man Jay White has not had an in-ring promo yet. Um, he hasn't really given a yeah. motivation or anything for being yeah, there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, oh, 
it's super interesting because he yeah i think that point right there i don't you know me i don't really give a shit about in-ring promos too often but there's some guys that i think excel at doing in-ring promos and excel in front of uh crowds and things like that and i think jay white is kind of tailor-made he's actually like but he might be in a better position as a tv wrestler here in america than he was even in new japan but i don't know if they're giving him the tools to express that yet it's just kind of like well jay white like last night it was like well jay right white's here to stand around and then you know he came out afterwards but it's like so uh i was on a podcast yesterday with uh kenny mcintosh from uh from uh inside the ropes and he was saying that as someone who doesn't watch new japan very often they haven't really told us or explained why this guy's a big deal he's a huge deal like it should be like we should be like damn jay mm-hmm. white but they haven't really been like express you know expressing on tv why he's such a big deal yeah i don't think it's come across as well yet and i mean hopefully it'll get there um it definitely feels like they're trying to uh you know, figure out where he fits in. I think the other problem with Jay White is that um, it's kind of a crowded field for heels at the moment. Like, it is. when you really look at it, there's not like a big opening for a new heel to come in because you've got what MJF is doing. He's the biggest mm-hmm. heel in the company. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club has kind of stood out as like the biggest heel faction in the company. Then you yep. have House of Black that is heels too. Yep. And you have what Swerve is doing too. So it's kind of crowded. Um, and it's it kind of not... Crowded. It's not enough room for somebody to really stand out as a heel yet. Um, and that's kind of the benefit of going elsewhere, going to WWE, is that he would have mm-hmm. had more of an opening to do that. So I don't know. Hopefully uh, he gets his legs under him and you get a more of an idea of what makes Jay White special soon. He should have went to WWE. It's crazy. But, you know. Uh, I'm not saying that. But <laughs> I'm just saying that that was part of the benefit of going over there. <laughs> No, definitely. No, I feel you. There are, I mean, that's a good problem to have because I think that as pro wrestling always kind of lacks heels, like really good heels, you know what I mean? So to have like a plethora of like really good heels is not a bad thing. Uh, Jay White, I think it's still pretty early. I don't want to keep saying that in the year we're like, it's still early. He ain't did shit, but I think he, you know, we're going to be in the UK very soon. We're going to be in some places that he's going to be over as hell. So I'm not low on them yet it's interesting how they've gone so far but i think we're on our way to some dope shit jr says what roles does will have in AEW? i mean tony khan laid it out there right there in that tweet he said that will washington's uh now the jack of all trades <laughs> in AEW, like man he laid out about 25 things he's gonna be in the ring he's gonna be on the road he's, he's gonna in be the doing ring. this he's gonna be doing this he's gonna be on that i'm like yo my my guy is really out here, isn't it? Wasn't it crazy to see a uh, Will Washington is all elite graphic though? That graphic was wild. Um, <laughs> it was wild. Um, <laughs> hey, if if you would like to see what his role is though, again, if there's a free preview for Fightful Select, there's a report mm-hmm. on Fightful Select on what his role is, uh, what his duties will be. Mm-hmm. Five dollars, guys. Boom. We're giving it up. I'm telling you. Um, I don't like whatever Zeno Hours has been saying here. Righteous Ratch has to watch more WWE content now. Let's go. Unfair. I don't know why you would say that out loud. Unfair. I watched Raw this week and. (sighs) (laughs) Why'd you sound like the beginning of a a, Carl Thomas song? (laughs) (laughs) 
That's how I felt. I felt like the beginning of a Carl Thomas song. Yo, because speaking of R&B singers, man, what the what is going on with like Brian McKnight? This guy's been trending I, like every day. I have no idea. I know people are very mad. It's always exactly like this. They'll tweet. There'll be one tweet that says, "Man, what's up with Brian McKnight?" And then the follow-up tweet is like. Fuck Brian McKnight. I'm like, what did Brian McKnight do? I I've seen some of the uh Instagram posts that people are sharing. It kind of looks crazy, man. Like, I guess like he's like, man, this is the best daughter I've ever had. Definitely the only daughter I've ever had. Pay no attention to those black daughters I have over there. It, it, it looks it looks crazy, bro. Why? <laughs> it looks what's crazy. the point of this? I don't know. I don't know what's don't, going on. And he just like outside with it. Like, you got a new album dropping. If you got a new album dropping, this is a wild rollout. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on over there in the McKnight household, man. <laughs> looking kind of crazy, man. <laughs> looking nuts, man. Oh, shit. Uh, Eddie James asks, why does Phil hate LeBron so much? That's a good question to ask. The Lakers cheated the other night to beat the Warriors. So that's a good, good leeway here. Lakers cheated. <laughs> um, look, I don't hate the guy personally. As a ball player, I don't like him. I, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that he does on the court that I don't like. Um, I think all of it goes back to just how they beat the Bulls. The fact that um, stopped the Bulls from going to the finals that year. Did a lot of did a lot of flopping during that series. Um, it's very fair. I again, I will never forget this guy. The the last game of that series, and I don't know if people remember that series. Um, Bulls trounced these guys in the first mm-hmm. game, absolutely trounced these guys, swept them in a in a season series, couldn't get a win on us. And so I was I was charged up. I was like, nah, nah, nah. They don't want to see my guys. I don't want to see Derek Benchmar. We we getting up a body here, man. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear none of that. Not five, not six, none of that. We're getting Work. up a body here, and Work. so. Second game, I'm just watching this. We're getting more and more fouls called on, on Noah, and I was just like, all right, this guy's doing the flop routine. And then that last game, he flopped, very clear flop, mm-hmm. and he turned around and winked in the camera, and it was that moment I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck. Oh, you, have told, <laughs> you have told the wink in the camera story before, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was that very moment where I was like, yeah, nah, fuck this guy. <laughs> See, it's, you it's, know, everything you're saying, like, I'm usually like – Man, Phil be wild. And uh, maybe LeBron's not crazy. But now that I see him playing against the Warriors and I see what's going on right before my eyes, I'm like, nah, that's some bullshit, bro. Like, what is going on? I Like, I know this is all his, but can we not be so blatant about it all being his? Joakim Noah was always right about him. Dude is Hollywood as fuck. I mean. He's always right about him. And and where is he at right now? He's in Hollywood. Um <laughs> You know, Joe was always right about him, man. Um, Joe gave me some of the best playoff moments of uh, playing against this guy in their rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, him him uh, blocking the shot and then trying to get in Noah's face and, and talk trash. And Noah classically coming back with, you still a bitch, though. <laughs> love, love it. Forever. <laughs> no, I get it. That makes sense. Oh, uh... Patrick Nguyen says, uh, will there be a third host to Grab City to replace Will, or will it just be you two? Uh, we are not replacing our guy. His seat is still warm over here. Um, and because his seat is still warm, I don't want none of you vultures flying around like, hey, is there a spot over there at Grab City? Is, are you replacing him? No, we're not replacing my man. Stop trying to get my guy out of here just because he got a better opportunity. 
I heard a bunch of plates and forks clack, and I'm like, yo, y'all got to get out of here, man. This is uh, it's not going down uh, like that. Uh, we're not pushing our friend, man. Like, this, Grapsity is still his home, man. We're not Yeah, doing we can't replace Will Washington. Like, that's off rip. That's what you have to say. He never will be replaced. It's not a thing. And Dave was asking the same question. Are you guys to remain a duo or look for a new third? We're going to have friends joining us, but there'll never be a replacement for Will Washington. Yeah, nah, you know, uh, the world, the the new Phil and Reg podcast with friends is mm-hmm. the, the move. But we're not replacing that guy. Straight up. Uh, no, y'all wildin'. Uh, <laughs> Will may be gone, but my support for you two ain't going nowhere. Insert Leo gift. Appreciate that, Jake Salazar. Our homeboy Ella Quint says. How y'all feel about this AR rap trend? Oh, it's trash. I don't like thank it. Thank you. Thank you for this question, Eloquent. It's driving me insane. And the worst part is everybody keeps saying, oh, I know I shouldn't like this, but I downloaded this. Or I know I shouldn't like this, but this is dope. Or this is whatever they're saying attached to it. We have to, to- we got to bury this thing. If we don't totally bury it, it's going to take over. It's already taken over. That Drake song has like, two billion streams or some crazy shit i'm like this is not the way dude even if you're like listening to it as a joke what whatever's happening here is awful i seen this new one uh timbaland did a biggie track or something saying he never got to do a biggie track so he got an ai biggie verse timbaland you can't uh, you can't timbaland you can't. timbaland if anybody would know it'd be you bro you can't do this like you know how fast you could be replaced <laughs> when all you have to do is put in Timbaland, you, it's like worse than YouTube because you could used to put Timbaland type beat and a whole bunch of Timbaland type beat. Timbaland type beat. Now you can go to AI and be like, give me a Timbaland type beat. And they're going to give you a fresh Timbaland type beat for you to get your shit off. And that's not the way to go. Creator, creators are on our way out. And this whole writer strike thing doesn't help because I'm like, oh, they're just going to go to AI and be like, fuck y'all writers. We don't need y'all. We got AI out here. It's very nervous for me um, as a creator, as a rapper, as somebody. I don't like it. Hate it. Hate it. So fucking much. This AI thing thing is scary, bro. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. scary out here. Like, not even just for music. Like, for podcasts and shit, too. Like, they're going to just be able to make AI. Like, uh, eventually, it's just be AI, Reg, and Phil going on. You don't need the real guys. We got... AI versions of them. Spooky. Uh, we about to get the, the Will Hologram on here. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it, baby. No, are you guys going to replace Will? No, we got him back next week, baby. Like Tupac at Ch- Coachella. Jake Salazar says, damn, me and Phil agree on something. It's rare, you know? Things happen like this. No, it's like, uh, no. Jake had a good take, man. That's all. Wow, that's very rare in our in our comments, man. We don't see that. This is a great way to start the new generation of Gravity right here. That's how you move forward. Van Twinblade, why am I? Why am do? Wait, what do you say? He says something high. Even I'm high and I can't read it. So why? Shout out to Van Twinblade. (laughs) Shout out to Van Twinblade and definitely always watch Glory Pro Wrestling. My homie Reggie Simmons always represents. Is Warriors in six still a possibility? Yes. (laughs) 
Agreed, because of I feel how all the Warriors players reacted to to knowing hearing Draymond talk about um, Jordan Poole's shot. He's like, everybody's like, that shot wasn't as wild. Like they might have did something a little, little different, but most people were like, yeah, it's fine. And he was like, I should have done so much more. Like we shouldn't have had depended on that shot. I should have been doing something yeah. to have us up on them. So I think everybody's going to take what happened and move forward. It's not the way you want to start it at home. Warriors been killing it at home, but you know, yeah, we still out here. You shouldn't need a you shouldn't need a fourteen zero run to win a game, and that was mm-hmm. that was the first problem. So I don't think Jordan Poole's shot was the thing that cost him the game. They just got right. too far behind early, and that was kind of their fault um, on defense. Um, they were they were causing a lot of stupid fouls too. Um, but I sure do watch. That. I've watched that play a few times after he took that bad shot and the tie up after that. I was like. Why is that not a jump ball? I've, I've seen it a few times. So I'm like, why is that not a jump ball? Schroeder clearly did not call a timeout. Like, how did mm-hmm. how was he just allowed a timeout? And I've seen people say, oh, well, LeBron called a timeout. This isn't college ball. He didn't have a ball. So he, he cannot call a timeout. <laughs> he can, though. That's why we're here, Phil. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, no, you can't do that in pro ball. You can do that in college ball. But you got to have, have the ball to be able to call a timeout. Right. We about to see tonight. All right. Um, what's the Excalibur has said on commentary that BCC is looking to recruit. They are. They should recruit. Um, uh, shooter. That's who they need to recruit. Straight up. Uh, Dave Langer asks, uh, "Do you guys think AEW should just make Rampage a women's show to give them more time and focus?" That'd be kind of cool. I mean, give the give the women that hour on Friday. Um. I worry, though, because you've got three shows out the week um, and you're asking people to pick out of these three shows, inevitably mm-hmm. somebody's going to pick the show that I don't want to watch. Mm-hmm. And I do think that some fans are going to decide, oh, that's just the women's hour. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. And that's kind of unfair to the women. Um, and of course, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, the women's hour is skipped, skippable. Of course it's not. But we know how some wrestling fans can be. And, mm-hmm. you know, they won't give certain new things a chance. So I do think it's a good idea, but I would hope that people support it. Mm-hmm. And Rampage, I don't like moving forward. I don't really know what they're going to do to. Are they going to try to change the per- perception on Rampage or are they just like Rampage is Rampage. It's over there. We're doing this. If they're going to try to change the perception, then, yeah, they should try to go do that. But if they're mm-hmm. just going to keep doing what they're doing, then the women don't deserve that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if it's an hour, if it's, you know, you're going to give them, like, actually, like, storylines and stuff, cool. But if you're just giving the women an hour and just doing random matches every week, Mm -hmm. I'm not as into that. No, I'm cool. Like, filming a bunch of matches after the show? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, nah. People want Odyssey Jones to use the world's strongest slam. Nah, man, let uh, let let Mark have his thing, man. Why y'all trying to give him all Mark stuff? <laughs> exactly. Hogan asks: Is Adam Cole isn't the one to dethrone MJF? Who will it be? Starks, Darby, Jungle Boy, boy, <laughs> boy, boy, uh, boy. Uh, he tried to get out a uh, Drake uh, ad lib off at the end of there. The that's maybe a Big Sean uh, ad lib. Um. Uh, I I can see it being Adam Cole. If it's not Adam Cole, um, I can see it being Kenny Omega. Uh, Kenny makes a lot of sense. Um, mm. Mm, I yeah. think it's going to be Kenny Omega at this point. Like, I don't really know who's going to be. At the end of this run, who's going to be set up 
that way to be able to one to, to throw him in the way that Kenny Omega has been going this last couple this whole year pretty much in singles action it's like the next AEW world champ needs to be Kenny Omega as I always say if you got these guys in there they're not injured they're not um they're in their prime still him Brian Danielson you got to strike while the iron's hot put the belt on him yeah he's been having a good year so I could see it you know, says, I don't understand why BC Gold is feuding with Ricky Starks. I think it's just kind of to get people, um, to get all these people outside. Uh, put Jay, I think Jay White against Ricky Starks is a good feud. I don't know. It, it might be getting kind of muddied up with the BC Gold stuff. But, I mean, I really don't know. Andrew the Giant says, as two wrestling and basketball fans, often the reason cited for lower ratings is when it's up against NBA. Simple question. When both Dynamite and the NBA playoffs are on, what do you watch? Um, I tend to watch basketball. Like even today, um, I ended up watching Dynamite this morning mm. um, because I was watching something else. But yeah, I, and I usually end up watching basketball mm. uh, or, or having both on and switching back and forth. But basketball is first. Basketball usually gets my priority over wrestling. <laughs> wrestling for me, you know me, wrestling is first in anything ever. If it's dynamite time, dynamite's on. Basketball's immediately after. Luckily, I'm a West Coast basketball fan, so usually my team is playing after dynamite for the most part, so usually works out for me. But the other games I usually try to catch um, around it. It's not. It's, it's usually not too at the same time, so. Yeah, I mean, if it's regular season basketball, I'll probably watch wrestling, but playoff yeah. basketball, usually I pull up the game. It's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. So it's for Phil. Uh, spoiler, Punk wants Jay White on Saturdays. That's from Brother. I've heard that. Um, mm. I've heard, I've heard uh, quite a few things about him um, and wanting Jay White, so um, I think that'd be a good feud. We just talked about uh, Jay White not getting in-ring promos. And if you want to give him a situation where he can shine in ring promos, it would be saying. with Sam Punk. So, you you really shining off of that. Yeah, so I, I would like to see that. Did you see that uh, there's a leaked list of people that are going to be on AEW Collision featuring our friend Will Washington and Christ Jericho? Christ Jericho. <laughs> Yeah, I saw people trying to run with it, and I was like, yeah, I think that typo pretty much tells you right away that this isn't real. There you um, go. Uh, once you saw that typo, why are you still sharing it? And and the the big, hey, please don't leak this. Don't leak this thing. <laughs> yeah, once you see that, it's like, ah, oh, it kind of gives away that this isn't real. Like, I, I don't know. Don't leak this. Hey, don't. Don't put this on the internet. You'll get in trouble. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I love it. Um, wait, that didn't come up. Dan Unknown asks, at this point, does the All-Atlantic title have more meaning than the TB, the TNT title? I think it means the uh, international. international title. Have more meaning than the TNT title? I think we could all agree that yes. Yeah, I mean, right now, Orange Cassidy is one of the best champions in wrestling right now. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think uh, it's kind of cyclical. You have moments where the TNT title feels like, it's in a it's it's it has momentum and then you have moments where that title feel like have momentum um it's kind that's kind of the tough part of having two television championships because right the international championship for better or worse is a television championship totally and so I, right now it's just hotter because orange cassidy's having the, the better matches and uh we're more into him as champion we're gonna have to have a conversation about Wardlow because i don't really know i don't know if it, <laughs> the whole point the whole point was that what he doing isn't sustainable, and then he just came back and started doing the same thing. So what are we like? He's got, you're, he's you... got an R now. <laughs> That's what's supposed to change it. His arms there, like this is the your strategy to to get. I do like the promo that they did. It's not going to be Christian. Was like, it's not going to be Luchasaurus. It's going to be me. But like. If you're just doing the same shtick, I don't care. Show me something new, big bro. Why are you the champion? Why is Arn going to help you out, I guess, to take you back to what got you there? Okay, I'm telling the story to myself. I just don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I do I do like Arn with him, and mm-hmm. I do like that Arn is back on TV. Uh, but I haven't been as into Wardlow in a while, and I think, you know, hopefully this, this TNT title run changes that. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be mad at Christian winning the belt, though. True. Me neither. I mean, because, you know, at least until he's tag team champions later this year. Uh, right now, <laughs> JRS says, right now it's Juice featuring Jay White when it should be the other way around. I could see how people would, would think that because he is kind of like playing second to Juice a lot. Mm-hmm. and But I think they're trying to be like, He's the leader, so he's just like watching his boy from the back. But if you don't know anything about these two guys, and this is your first introduction, yeah. you're just like this is a fucking juice's sidekick at this point. Yeah, I mean, if anything, this looks like a this looks like one of those uh, feuds that they do in between New Japan pay per views, where yeah. <laughs> Jay will send out the one of the Bullet Club members to fight the guy that he's going to feud with at at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that way, I don't mind it. But if you don't watch New Japan, you wouldn't understand that dynamic or you wouldn't understand the dynamic of, you know, he's the leader and he's just sending out the guy that he knows he's loose, but he's going to have the match with him. The big match at the pay-per-view. Right. The big match. 
<laughs> uh, Vicky says, can White make Jericho shut up? Nobody can make Jericho shut up. Only Jericho can. And he won't. Ever. <laughs> Jake says, I saw somewhere on Twitter, Reg has to say nice things about Bray. We can't have that, Chief. No, we can't. Um, I, mean, I hope Bray's doing all right. We haven't heard any updates yeah, on him. True. So I hope he's true. doing okay. Shout out to Bray. I hope he is doing all right. Uh, Jared says, wait, free Ask Grapsity for today? Yeah, we're just uh, trying to show you guys what Ask Grapsity is about. Every other Thursday, you can come and ask all the questions you want to Philip Lindsay and I. The gloves are off, except for everything ever. So the gloves are on. I lied to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will and Tony seem to be getting along really well. Yeah, they. I think that's part of this whole thing, you know? I, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> Redman says, Will putting on his best suit for the graphic. Got to respect it. Of course, you know Will Washington was going to show up with a little suit on. Nah, man, he can't. He can't go over there and be like doing um, work and, and showing up in a graphic in the Mariah Carey T-shirt. Nah, <laughs> nah, Do you think he at least thought about the Mariah Carey shirt? Maybe, but uh, nah, nah. <laughs> so maybe it's a, new, it's a new day, man. It was in the bag at least. He at least wore it to bed. Nah, he, he probably wore it to the airport, but. <laughs> Uh, Onios Gaming says, random take kind of question, but do you think CM Punk's recent actions could indicate that he will be returning as a baby face? Could he be trying to get some positivity around his name? It's a pretty good question. Um, I don't know. I think the crowd dictates it. I think when he mm -hmm. comes back, we have to see how the crowd responds to him before you say it's time to turn him heel or turn him face. Because again, like I explained with Jay White, uh, you don't really need another big heel in the company. You've got right. so many at the moment. You you need more baby faces right now, and so True. I think it depends on how the crowd re responds to him. It's just, yeah, because I'm like, there's going to be a big section of fans that are going to boo him. I think yes, that's going to be pretty apparent because there's going to be a bunch of elite fans. But on the other side, there are going to be a bunch of fans that are cheering him. And if he's away, apparently, uh, reportedly on his own show. I think if he's on his own show on this CM Punk Island, he definitely could be a baby face, you know? Done, um, Island Island Irrelevancy on Saturday? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, nah, uh, yeah, no, nah, that would be wild if he comes out every Saturday and like get booed. And he's just like looking around like, wait a minute, this is my show. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy some tickets to Dynamite if you, if you want those guys. This is my Did thing. Didn't you read the reports? This is CM Punk show. It's only cheers around here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh, this is uh, this is my dream right here. Scott George says, I want to see Will do a pull apart. All I've been thinking of is when they have all the producers and the guys out there doing the pull apart. Will Washington <laughs> running down there, yanking Samoa Joe away from somebody or <laughs> Ward though or somebody. How hilarious is that going to be that's all i've been thinking about i've been thinking about and nothing i'm like damn my friend got a job over here no i just can't wait for him to be in one of those pull apart brawls he's gonna have to catch somebody too like commander or someone one day it's gonna be great it's gonna be on the bottom of, of one of those piles exactly yes he, he is you better learn how to catch william <laughs> People talking about my uh, having to watch Raw. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, you guys. Did you watch Raw this week? 
I did. I did watch it. I'm trying to remember what happened on it. What was the main event? No, I liked the. Uh, um, the main I event liked was the... uh, Rollins versus Solo. Yeah, yeah. I did like that. I liked the way that Solo has been presented. It really tripped me out because I remember. Um, I remember seeing Solo. It, it's funny because it's May. It was in Vegas. Two was it two? It was in 2021. Uh, Solo was in the FSW, Future Stars Wrestling, in Vegas. And I was like, this guy is on his way. He's a Uso. He looks great. He's uh, he's going to be like one of those guys very soon. They're going to shoot him right to the bloodline. He came in, did his thing in NXT. And like, if you think about it, he's main evented so many Raws or SmackDown since he's got, like he main events them more than any other bloodline member, like even more than the Usos, like, Week to week, it's probably going to be solo in the main event. And, like, for him to already be in this position, it's pretty insane. I mean, it's not surprising his dad, his brothers, his cousin. Like, he's yeah. he's bloodline. But it's, like, it's just wild to kind of think about. Yeah. Um, still, when you, you go back to Cody not winning the belt and the build to that match, I still think it's stupid that you gave him that win over solo so he doesn't have his undefeated <laughs> streak anymore. And then he just lost anyway. And yeah, then you just go then you come after WrestleMania and you restart his streak. So right, what would yeah, the purpose yeah. of any of that? Like <laughs> so stupid to me, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand why they did it, but you know, it, it, it happens how it happens. Um Geeky Indian of the Bronx says, get SP3 or Chrissy Love from the True Hill as one of the third members. No third members, but we have friends join, joining us. But yeah, those are dope people for sure. Um, Zero Prime says, Reg ready for ROH all the time. You guys have seen my ROH takes. You know how I feel. We're going to see what happens in this next couple months moving forward. I could be coming on my ROH post show, which you guys should watch later today with Kate. After the Ring of Honor show, which has some really fun matches, might come on here in a few months and being like, shut it down, Tony Khan. I can't take it anymore. You can't be doing this to Ring of Honor. Hope it doesn't get to that point. But, you know, anything can happen. Andrew the Giant uh, is trolling and hit Madcap Moss on Raw now. Madcap Moss and Von Wagner have the potential to be on the same show. I'm sick. If they make me watch that on Monday, I'm shutting it down. I can't. I can't. That's not fair to me. That's disgusting. That's gross. Why? What's this free agent shit? That's all I really want to know. It doesn't really make sense. Um, this draft's been really weird. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that more on Saturday. It's been a mm-hmm. high draft. Um, you know, I knew that Madcap Moss was on Raw. Um, I saw the Tennille Dashwood tweet that said, I'm going to Raw. Thoughts? And I was like, <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone thought you're gonna be with your dude. That's it. I mean, I, that that respect to WWE for d- being like that and letting all the people that are in, in relationships be on the same brand travel with each other. Because it used to be like, oh, they're dating now. Let's separate them so they don't be together. But it seems like they're trying to have more family oriented things. They're trying to change their image because their image sucks. They got rapists and sex beasts and racists. And so you got to keep continuing to change that. I mean, Um, you know, you got to continue to change the narrative out there. um, Yeah. We've come a long way from uh, Vince seemingly trying to ruin uh, Rusev and Lana's relationship by trying to Mm -hmm. throw them in these love triangle (laughs) angles constantly. (laughs) Uh, Let this man live, man. I still think one of the, 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 saddest and like low-key funny things is like uh 
the return with Bobby Lashley and just that that look on on Rusev's face in the ring while he's watching Bobby Lashley like Mac on his on his wife like awful. Let this man live, man. Like even as a wrestling angle, <laughs> you could see in Rusev's eyes that like this is not right. Like, <laughs> let this man live, man. Let him have his happily ever after. <laughs> Shout out to Miro. Yeah, hope to see you soon, bro. Uh, need where to build a repair in uh, BT skits. That's hilarious. Everybody getting their Brian McKnight jokes off. I love it. Um, Ashton says, who are some AEW guys do you think would thrive in WWE? Hmm. AEW guys that would thrive in WWE. Um, who did we just say? Jay White? <laughs> I, I actually think Jay White would do well over there, but I, I think that the risk of him having to change up everything and do something new was mm. interesting to me. Like, I would be interested to see what he would be doing without any of the Bullet Club stuff, because he's been doing True. that for years now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jay White would have been interesting. Uh, hmm. I think Ricky would do well over there. Ricky Starks, yeah, that's, that's probably who immediately came to mind. I think yeah. he would actually do probably better over in the AEW, I mean, in WWE, because just, like, it feels like some wrestlers, like, you knew that they grew up wanting to main event WrestleMania, and, like, mm-hmm. Starks feels like one of those guys. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other names off the top of my head. Ricky Ricky makes a lot of sense. Um, what about on the women's side? I mean, Jade, I think, of course, would it could shine on any company, and I think... She maybe be presented as a big star, or they could be like Bianca. We already got Bianca. We don't need another one of those. Um, I think Jay would do well over there, but I don't know if she would have been given a ball and given this much of a push like she did with AEW. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I still think it's groundbreaking that they brought her straight in and made her a star immediately because we don't see that with any black women like they like even with bianca we had to wait like we had to wait that entire t run for her to finally get the championship run and with AEW, they gave her the ball immediately and were like no she's a star we're gonna push her as the face we're gonna build this title around her like at this point like that belt is her belt mm-hmm. <laughs> she's synonymous with that belt yeah legit off rip like from match one they were like she's a big star and you guys should see this it's kind of crazy to think about we've seen every single one of her matches with our eyes like you can look up every single one of our her matches and like to know that she went from that to what she is now it's like yeah that's her championship she is one of the straight up homegrown stars from scratch we watched it man there's kind of a cheat answer because she was already over there. But Taya, I still don't understand why they did not make the Taya Valkyrie stuff work. That's pretty with, surprising to me. Like, and, and I thought what she was doing with the character change was fine. And they just, mm-hmm. I don't know, they just decided, nope, we're done with this. It's mm-hmm. Weird. Uh, maybe like Britt. I think Britt could maybe uh, get her shit off over there if given the opportunity. Uh, maybe because she's a good promo. And, you know, they put a lot of emphasis on promos in WWE. Right. So yeah. maybe. Uh, we're gonna be getting this question a lot on Twitter. Uh, Redmond says, "Reg and Phil are either you coming to Wembley for All In?" I am not. Uh, uh, if somebody's trying to fly your boys out, hey, hey, if we getting flewed out, I'm on the plane. But we're, no, we don't currently have any plans for that. We're in here, but uh, no, nah, I have no plans to go to London. I actually think my passport is expired. 
Ooh, he can't. Might, might need to, might need to check that and see. <laughs> I need to. But I do got me. my passport and it is ready to go. So any London lovelies are trying to flew me out. We can eat some beans and toast for breakfast, and we lit. Go watch some AEW wrestling. But yeah, as this moment, we're not going to be there. <laughs> we would love to, but we're just not going to. Um. Alexander Fitzgerald said, "If Omega versus Punk happens at All In, it's because of Will Washington. Everything's because and of Will I'm Washington. gonna I'm gonna run around screaming from the rooftops that I pitched this <laughs> match first. I know where he got it from. <laughs> Give me my credit. Yeah, no, Phil's definitely taking credit for that. <laughs> uh, um." um I don't any troll questions. I'm probably not gonna um, ask them because I don't give a shit. Uh, Shytime Spurs says, "I'll never forget that series. I saw Game One in America before going to Turkey for a school trip, and they didn't win another game. It's my fault, Phil. Oh yeah, Shytime Spurs left Chicago, and then you know things went downhill. That's right. Um, going to Turkey for school. That's right. Turkish Hammer, uh, a Sheik was on that team, mm. and he got injured in that series, and that's part of the reason why we lost, because once Noah got in foul trouble, there was no backup center to come off the bench because my man, the Sheik and Destroy, was not there. Mm. Shout out to Joe, Joe Kim, though. When he was giving up to Joe Kim, I didn't get to give it up to Joe Kim. He's one of my favorite Bulls players ever, just like Classic. the heart and soul of the Bulls when he was out there, for sure. One of my favorite Bulls players. Always giving back to the city. I just seen he's uh, doing that uh, that uh, um team that i guess like he's giving back to the proceeds back to the youth of chicago oh yeah like, yeah I saw that. like mm-hmm. get getting jobs and stuff for people in the city mm-hmm. I, there's not many guys that play for the bulls that have done more to give back to the cities and joaquin and so i always respect him for that right uh uriel landros asks no question just supporting phil and reg thanks for holding down the fort guys here's to more success on the evolution of the pod appreciate you I probably should get this closer because I can barely see this far. My ass is blind. There's construction outside, so sorry, you guys. <laughs> Darian Pittman says, what's up, fellas? Are any of you guys pulling up to Forbidden Door? Uh, I don't think that I am. Um, probably going to be at that uh, Chicago show the week before at Wintrust, but I don't think that I will be at Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to actually go to uh, one of those shows, uh, probably the uh, All Out in Chicago, because I've never been to Chicago, and I would like to. Another uh, people asking about London. We talked about London. We're not going to be outside unless you guys want us to. Um, Jake Salazar says, do you think we'll see a Vikingo versus Osprey match when he's healthy? Maybe. That sounds, Hopefully. That sounds like some heat. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, Osprey might be healthy. I know that he has a match scheduled with Matt Cardona coming up here soon, and he's been like talking about it yeah. and promoting it and doing promo videos. So I think it's pretty close to happening. He's supposed to be back. I think he's wrestling at the. Uh, they're doing the tournament for the U.S. Yeah. title, and uh, yeah. he's clear for that. Home. That so I think he's. I think he'll be ready um, this yeah. summer. So yes, we want to see that match. Um. Did you see that lineup for the best of super juniors? Um, I did. Oof, some of those matches um, that they announced <laughs> look crazy. There's some 
heat out there. There's doing what they're doing, like 10 matches a show, like 10 days in a row or something. And it's uh, pretty much all the insane matches you thought. Seeing the lineups, you're like, we don't to see this person versus this person. You're seeing all those people versus these people. Leo's going to be going crazy. Speedball has a bunch of dope matches. Our homeboy Jet Knight has a bunch of heat out there. Like, that's going to be a huge test for Kevin Knight. He's been uh, excelling everywhere he's been, but like a tournament like this every single day, a totally, completely different opponent every single day. Like, this is a test for not just him, for everybody in this tournament. I'm going to be watching that shit. I'm going to stay up all late all the time because there's a bunch of heat on there. Yeah, nah. Coming out the gate with uh, Speedball versus Hiromu. Mm. Mm. Fuego. Crazy. Shout out to Speedball for getting that shot. Um, Just going through these. AI. We all hate AI. Nobody likes that. Uh, JJ Montgomery says, do you ever feel the need to be unbiased, uh, um, do you ever feel the need to be? I, I pulled up a, a see. I can barely see. They're saying that we're un we're biased. We are not biased. That's not how this works. Watch the <laughs> podcast and maybe it'll work. See, that's why if I could see, I it'd be I, I I don't understand that question. You guys ever think about being an unbiased podcast, especially now that he's he's all elite okay so would you like for us to now be a big fed podcast would you like for us to now only cover <laughs> fed stuff now that will's over there hey let's just go ahead and kick it off hey man bloodline <laughs> is the best few, best stable ever man there's i love no it other, there's no other stable i can't wait till you. roman gets to a thousand you days know, like it's lit for us like the wwe I, where the, I don't even get when uh, i don't even get what the argument is or whatever the trolls are trying to say like oh this proves it now he got signed to aw what are you proving we got it the, smoke, the smoking gun. Yeah, right. he, he's, he's admitted that he hired the guy, so he's clearly on the payroll. Yes, he's now on the payroll. That doesn't he's mean now he's always on the payroll. On the payroll. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. We like, got him. What's the big gotcha? There's no big gotcha. Like he talks no, positively there's... about them and negatively about it, but now he has a job there officially. I don't know. He, we, we finally got him. We finally got him pinned <laughs> against the wall. Like, no, he he admitted he works there. He he took the job. I don't know. We got fightful too. Those boys are all the way out of here. We're, Look we're at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, man. Look, I um clearly their opinions on this podcast. Clearly, like I I like a lot of stuff at WWE. I don't. I'm not the biggest fan. My my favorite promotion is New Japan. I always say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like you're still gonna get our opinions on this podcast. If you don't like our opinions, hey, feel free to disagree with them. Sorry, I disagree with my opinion all the time. Sometimes I go back and be like, this nigga was wilding. <laughs> DNC Digital says, "Is there a possibility Triple H won't know how to book Sean's NXT talent on the main roster the same way Vince didn't know how to book them on his own?" Man, we're at a, we're in wild times. That's, <laughs> that's that's where we're looking at it. Like now, you've got the double edged sword of Triple H not being the main booker on NXT anymore. So now yeah. he's got a. He's got to prove to people that he knows how to how to book NXT guys. Like, yep. wow. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got Vince like lingering around booking some stuff and putting his input in as well. Whew. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, there's definitely guys over there that Sean booked that you could tell that that Triple H likes too. So I don't think yep. people should be worried. Um, mm. It is crazy though. Like some of the NXT guys that. 
have just been there in like the last year. Like, look at Gargano. Like, Gargano is cold. Mm, Gar- cold blooded. Gargano is cold right now. Like, man, mm. wasn't even drafted on the main show, which was mm. drafted on Raw Talk. Like, what is going on, man? Um, and that's definitely a Triple H guy. So it, yeah. it's really hard to tell, man. Mm-hmm. I um who are we talking about? You know what I mean? Like, I, I think pretty deadly, like I said before, I think pretty deadly is going to be able to get their shit off. I think Grayson Waller will be able to shine if they let him talk, if they let him do that Grayson Waller shit. But for the rest of them, it's like, yeah, if you look at situations like Gargano, you look at shit, Karrion Cross, there's still a bunch of people that are kind of just fucking lingering or trying to get out the mud and it's like i don't know if it's going to change super with the with these new additions to the roster yeah i don't know um yeah because i mean like i don't know what do you do with indy hartwell coming up as champion um because immediately you're bringing her as 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 the last champion that didn't lose vacated Mm -hmm. the championship Mm -hmm. so you kind of got to give her a big push she's just coming off the championship run anything other than that is going to look like a step down and it's going to make your title look like a dork if she comes up they make the nxt title look like a dork she comes up there and she's just some big jobber you know what i mean yeah so um i think that's one that they definitely got to be careful with um I don't know what they're doing with the tag belts because um, Island and Alba Fire are still champions. Um, so I would assume. And their that, number one contenders got called up too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would hope that they still book those two well. Um, and I think both of them are great. Um, yep. So I, I don't know, man. It's hard to tell with this company. Sometimes I'll, I'll sit around and go, oh, that guy's a slam dunk. That, that's exactly what Vince may like or what Trips may like. And then they're doing nothing. Like carrying Cross, I feel like straight in the door i was like oh that's he's he's tailor-made for what they want to do over there and he's not really doing anything when i saw him on the indies i was like this guy's gonna be wwe champion like triple h loves this guy he's on his way and like that's probably the biggest surprise that i've seen in wwe in a number of years i was like oh this guy's on his way and he's just hasn't been on his way it's kind of crazy they um the NXT women's division got kind of destroyed. My question uh, has been and will remain, why did they take the belt off of Roxanne? If they were gonna, what was the point? Roxanne could have just been the champion this whole time if you're going to just keep vacating it around every corner that you get to. And then the women's tag team division in NXT is totally in the mud. Like I said, the tag team champions and the people that are the number one contenders having a match on next NXT are both signed to the, to, to the, the main roster. So what happens in that match, regardless, you set up two other contenders, who are the other women's tag team champions, the good uh, women's tag teams. The good thing is that uh, Caden and uh, Casey are great also too. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to add a lot to the, uh, to the, uh, um, to the division over there. And so yeah. things could be good, but I'm not holding my breath. Merge merge those uh, tag titles at this point, man. That's it. That's it. Mer- merge the good. women's tag titles. It, it, it's pointless to have two sets of women's tag belts. Um, just merge those belts and make them floating championships again. That's it. Do the thing. You could be defended on any show. You don't have enough tag teams on any show to be able to have one set of anything. So just have one set that goes around to all three brands. That's the only way to do it. 
As a Pacers fan, I've never agreed on a Bron take more than what was just said. After three straight conference finals losses to him, I despise the flopper. <laughs> yeah, look, man, I, I like I respect his uh I respect his legacy that he's created for himself. Um, you know, breaking that story, scoring record this year, that's a huge deal. Um, but yeah, nah, it's I as as a Chicago fan, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> So anytime he was in uh, like trade talks and none of that, he never wanted he never wanted him to come to Chicago. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I've never liked a guy. I mean, we could get into other stuff that he's done and said publicly that I was kind of like, yeah, this guy is kind of a clown, but that's other stuff. Um, again, I don't think he's a bad person. I don't hate him on that level because I've I've seen people that will be like, I don't see how you can hate Bron. He gives back to kids, and you know he he started his own school. He does all these philanthropic things. Yeah, all of that stuff is great. That's kind of like telling me, how can you hate John Cena, man? He does all the Make a Wish stuff. Like, yeah, you know, over six hundred Make a Wishes. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff is great, but I'm still allowed to not like him as a wrestler if I don't like him as a wrestler. Like, it's totally. the same with LeBron. If I just don't mm -hmm. like him as a ball player, that's fine. And I I think this idea that you have to like everybody is just nonsense. Like. Think about Kobe. Kobe spent his entire year being an infamous basketball villain, one of the greatest villains in basketball. Villain, and he reveled wanted in it. He, to be hated. He loved it. He <laughs> loved to be hated. Bron mm -hmm. is the opposite. Bron wants to right. be liked by everybody, and you're just mm -hmm. not going to be liked by everybody, man. But he's so the Bron is so funny because he's like fake about it. Like you know he's being fake about it. I think that's the difference. Like if he just kind of embraced it, it'd be different. But he's still like, no, 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 no. I'm a good guy. I don't be getting people fired. I don't be doing none of that. Like I'm LeBron, but it's like man. basketball needs its villains, man. We saw that yeah. this year with, with Dylan Brooks. Um, we've seen it in the past with guys like Isaiah Thomas and the bad boys. Man, basketball needs its villains, man. It's Always. okay to dislike somebody, man. Mm-hmm. Always. It wouldn't be the same if there weren't villains. Um, Lostra Mill says, if you were offered a role in a wrestling company, which role do you think you can or want to do? Um, if I was offered a role, I, I would like to just be the guy that pulls the streamers out of the ring for stardom. <laughs> of all the roles, that's the one you want. That's it. Just, I, I just want to stand outside with the all, with the rest of the women in the town and pull the streamers out of the ring. All the roles are supposed to like, nah, I just want to pull streamers. That's it. <laughs> I mean, you also get to watch great startup matches, so I feel you up close and personal, but that's hella funny. <laughs> I like it. Um, me, you know, talent, scout. I fucking know too many wrestlers ever, always. So that's what it is. See, Dan, I know this is the problem right here. Hate the AI rapper, but anytime somebody says but, we're losing. The AI one song is great. I don't give a flying fuck if it's the best song you ever heard. It's awful for humanity. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all. <laughs> what is this? More AI. Have you seen the AI Melter interviews, AI Roman Reigns, and Roman threatens to Superman punch him at the end? No. I'm telling you guys, it's going to get too crossed up. Eventually, everybody's going to, you don't even know if we're not AI right now. I could be AI. I don't even know that at this point. See? Lakers in seven. Nope, I'm not putting that on the screen. You lying. <laughs> they trash. 
I, I could definitely see the Lakers winning this series. I don't know. No, 1,000%. But yeah. I could definitely see them winning this series. It's just, uh, I hate them. Um, Jimmy Finger says, who y'all got coming out of the East? Uh, man, that question uh, keeps jumping around, doesn't it, man? Because mm-hmm. um, at first, I thought it was the Milwaukee Bucks at the beginning right. of the playoffs. Um, right, and right. They took a humiliating loss to the Miami Heat, um, and I I want to say Boston now, but man, Boston sometimes, man, they be looking like they can't finish a team out, man. I don't know what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to tentatively say Boston because I think Boston is probably the best team left in the play outside of the East. Agreed. Um, but I wouldn't be mad at the Miami Heat going back to the finals just because I really want to see Jimmy win a ring. How you feel about uh, the old display young uh, James Harden had the other night? <laughs> I do like respect to James Harden because every pre-show, Chuck and Shaq and them was all like, this nigga's washed, blah, blah, blah. So somebody was like, oh, can he get 35? And they were like, no, no possible way that this James Harden could get 35 points. And he ended up going out there and doing it without uh, MB. Shout out to Embiid also for winning the MVP, that video of him being informed that he's winning the MVP. Very heartfelt. Very deserved. It's fucking hard to be a great basketball player with so many other great basketball players. And to for somebody to say you're number one is dope either way. Yeah. No, uh, shout out to uh, Embiid. Uh, definitely looked the way that he won that and then got thoroughly beaten by the, <laughs> by the Boston Celtics the next game. Beaten by over 30 points. Very like, unfortunate. A, very unfortunate timing, man. But, but shout out to Embiid, man. Uh, he deserved it. Mm-hmm. That's hella funny. Coy um, Stalling says, 50K already for Wembley is nuts. All thanks to Will Washington. Hashtag Booker of the Year. <laughs> no, but 50,000 tickets sold already to AEW All In has exceeded all expectations. I just did a pod where I said they probably do 50 total. And for them to already be at 50 without the official on-sale date is like, I don't think anybody was expecting tickets to be moving like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's great. 50000 on just pre-sale is dope. Um, I think people, like, for some reason thought, like, this was, like, AEW coming to a big stadium in the U.S. And so... It's not like that. So it wasn't mm-hmm. going to sell as well. Like, no, this is their first time in Europe. So you were mm-hmm. going to have people from all across the continent trying to get to the show in London. It wasn't just going to be the UK crowd supporting this. Yeah, that's another you, thing people yeah. think. They're like, oh, it's just going to be the UK. No, there's going to be people coming from everywhere. Yeah, you got people that are probably coming from the US for that show. So you're totally. definitely going to have people like coming from Germany and all of these other countries close to the UK just mm-hmm. for the chance to see AEW for the first time. Yeah. So. I think it's a big, big deal for them, and I'm, I'm glad that it's doing well. Yeah, 50k is just like they could put, you know, like 70, 80, 90. Like, yo, the show's gonna be fucking rocking. They haven't announced one match. Nobody who's they haven't announced nothing. So that's dope. As always, like shout out to WWE. They've been doing this for 60 years. That they all, all they know how to do is pack out a show before it, it another is- company to come out four years in the game. To be able to do something like this is amazing. Yeah, this guy, shout out to WWE. <laughs> un, un, unbiased, they say. Tuck. <laughs> Tuck. Clip that. <laughs> Biased podcast, they say. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. 
<laughs> Homie Jake Salazar says, honestly, it did. I did it just to mess with Phil. You always mess with Phil. Yeah, that's what's going on here for the longest. But man, Rollins needs to win that title clean off Roman. Get the great value Momoma up out of here. Um, yeah, I, I I do think it's funny that all of a sudden he's now saying all the things that I wanted him to say a year ago. And mm. like, man, this guy's been ducking me for a year. I'm mm-hmm. I'm owed and I've owed a title shot and all this stuff. Now he's saying it when he has an actual belt to go for. It's right. just so clear that they put this belt on Raw as like the here damn championship. Like, hey, <laughs> we're tired of Rollins complaining. Here's Rollins be talking every week. We got to do something to shut him up. Like, here, <laughs> damn, man. Like, that Drew, Drew, I know you want a championship too. Like, mm-hmm. come on, unblack your, your Twitter. Here, go to Raw. Like, leave us alone. <laughs> Maybe if we get, if he teased this belt, you're going to unblack your Twitter and at least put the title as your profile pick, at least at minimum. <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely the leave us alone belt, man. Hmm. <laughs> they don't know they about to run into a whole bunch of issues with that fucking leave us alone belt hmm. ramp <laughs> i just like this one rampage should be their heat highlights of the best stuff of the week plus any squash matches that they want to film it's going to get interesting for rampage because collision is reportedly scheduled to be on saturday so like two back-to-back shows yeah. like what how are they what's rampage even for if you know that they're going to be putting the big advertisements on the saturday show yeah um i don't know man it, it should essentially be heat where you can like you know uh recap stuff from um dynamite and then preview mm-hmm. stuff for collision right um but that's such a tough balance to to hit because then you don't want people to feel like it's a skippable show and not watch it mm-hmm. Because definitely, like Sunday night, he gave us some great memories. But uh, most weeks, I would skip. Yeah, no, you. It wasn't a must see show at all. Like yeah. you're not gonna miss anything. They're gonna recap a lot, and it's it's a great precursor for what you're gonna see on Raw. But nobody's like, I gotta watch Heat. Gotta be home on Sunday. Yeah, it did give me one of my favorite live moments. There was a Sunday night Heat in Bakersfield, and the dark match after was Stone Cold versus The Rock versus Kane versus Mankind. And that was like, that was the first time I ever seen wrestlers like just goofing off on like, usually people are serious, but they're like, no cameras out. They were like all telling jokes. Like Kane was laughing through his mask. I was like, what the hell is going on here? But like, I'll always remember that. And it wasn't like, I was like, kayfabe is dead. I was like, man, wrestling is cool. It's just yeah. you know, fun to think about. I mean, because some really cool things did happen on Heat. It's not like it was just this completely throwaway show. If I mm-hmm. remember correctly, isn't that where they started? the storyline that turned into the nation of domination. Didn't that start mm-hmm. on heat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heat was a good see. Yeah, like for little things like that. Uh, same thing with rampage. I think they could still tell some little stories and we still can get moments like this, but I don't know. I'm just really confused about rampage. Honestly, I don't know where they're going to go to it. This is rampage. <laughs> uh, this is funny. Andrew the Giant says, ha ha, Reggie got Hogan watching his show. That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, a, a friend of the show um, had never seen the Hogan in his truck singing the Jeezy record. <laughs> I showed him that last night. Still, still one of the funniest things ever. Man. Classic, man. <laughs> Classic. You have to let me know after the show who it is so I can really laugh, I'm sure. Oh, no, no, it was Emilio. Friend of oh, the there show. you go. <laughs> 
Even funny. How has Emilio never seen that? I don't know, man, but I was explaining to him what it was, and he had to look it up. Hilarious. <laughs> and I love it. Bonker <laughs> uh-huh. says, Danielson needs to be champ at some point. Agreed. Uh, Jimmy Finger says, are all of the development talent from Dark and Elevation going to be featured on Collision, or will it be used to used for the underutilized talent sitting? That's a good question, Jimmy Fingers. Um, this Dark Elevation revelation or wherever we're going that they're not going to happen anymore puts a big question mark on everything, honestly, because um, what that was a big big thing for a lot of wrestlers especially independent wrestlers i think a lot of them were just like going with the goal like if i get on aw dark that's like a good look if i get this is going to lead to something and for that to kind of seemingly be eliminated and the 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 rumor or the the reports are that warner wants all of aw's content on their platforms they don't want youtube uh content anymore which i understand but it was a huge thing for everybody just like mm-hmm. for wrestling discovery so yeah i mean it's unfortunate um i i of course would like to see dark stick around but of course i understand why it's not um mm-hmm. but dark did give a lot of people opportunities man there are people that um ended up on the roster because yep. of dark like Hobbs is a big one they call me yeah uh I mean, when you look at some of the other guys that came through the door and got a spot on Dark and got more opportunities elsewhere or um, gained a new audience because of it, um, yep. it's it, it does kind of suck to see it go away. I mean, it did give a lot of people opportunities, especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, a lot yeah. of yeah, a lot of black wrestlers in particular got mm-hmm. um, opportunities on Dark. I mean, it, will you even outside and when you look at like Baron Black and like even yep. he had the losing streak on Dark like that mm-hmm. that helped put Baron Black on the map. It did. That's it's damn. It's crazy to think about now. So what are they gonna during a regular week? They're gonna be filming Dynamite and Collision. I don't know if they're gonna be doing Rampage tapings anymore. I couldn't assume, like single. Yeah, this is know. a Rampage taping anymore. So like, where's this extra? time that's gonna feel i guess if they're taking the ring of honor staying at the hopefully more at the studio there's just some time that 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 was extra that i don't know will be filled uh as with as many wrestlers as it used to be like they would have like a locker room full of people that they could kind of filter in and out for these dark matches and for these things and i don't know if it'll be the same with uh how things are going to be moving forward yeah, I mean, they're still going to do dark matches. They're a wrestling yeah. promotion. So, they're, I mean, they're still doing house shows. So they're going to do dark matches. It's just we're not going to see the dark matches. And so, I mean, there's still opportunities for wrestlers to do, like, Ring of Honor or house shows. But right. um, not being able to show people those dark matches, um, I do think it takes away um, how some of those wrestlers ended up getting over with mm-hmm. the AEW crowd before they got on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you have a match you could showcase to promoters for free off a YouTube page with, oh, I this is me getting beat up by Wardlow, or this is me in a competitive match with Ray Phoenix, or this is blah, blah, blah. Like, that was a great tool to use. So rest yeah. in peace to AEW Dark and AEW Dark Evolution. Ev- Revo- What's it called? See, look. Uh, this is how <laughs> what's, it, what's it called? Evolution. <laughs> Elevation. <laughs> turn to a grandpa every yeah. time I try to remember a show. <laughs> Elevation, man. 
What's his name? Almost. <laughs> what, what's, what's her name? Alien. Jake Salazar says, Kenny needs to beat him like Max just bites off more than he can chew, and Kenny just gives him the business. Yeah, Kenny has to kind of be the one to beat him out. But, you know, uh, I could see Cole or I don't know if any of the other. I could potentially see Darby winning, but not at this moment. Yeah. Koi says, um, what's Kyrie going to do? Hopefully stay with us. Um, I don't know, man. Um, boy, the second half of this Dallas um, season did not go well. No, it's, it uh, didn't. It's, it's been kind of a disaster. Um, um, I would think if I were them, I would at least uh, attempt to offer him a, a contract and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that uh that road to Kyrie in L.A. is dead. I don't think he's going there. <laughs> um, especially because L.A. has looked better in the second half of the season. Um, so I don't see him going to L.A. Um, I think Dallas is a good fit for him now. I don't know. Um, but Kyrie's got a Ah, man, he's got to kind of get some goodwill back next season. Yeah. Not to say that, you know, he uh, <laughs> he did anything that horrible that he needs to, you know, fall on a sword or something. But I do think that he needs to show people he can be reliable again, because I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest issue with him. Even if you take away like the the documentary stuff and, you know, the uh, accusations of anti-Semitism. I just think he needs to show that he can be reliable to organization again. Mm -hmm. Because I think when you look up like, like, like you said, if you kind of get past that stuff, you just look at how many games he's played. You're like, oh, that's it's crazy. You know, (laughs) it's crazy. He missed a lot of games in Brooklyn, man. (laughs) And I think that's going to be something that organizations look at that if, if, if it's Dallas or anybody else that wants to bring him in, like they need some kind of assurance that this guy is going to be there and he's going to be engaged. Mm hmm. Straight up. Get to it, Kyrie. Yeah, get to it, bro. I, I really want him to succeed, man. I'm not no Kyrie hater. I want this guy to win. But if he goes to the Lakers, I think I don't think. Uh, so. No, no, we definitely really <laughs> <laughs> Now of course I want him to succeed, but if he goes to the Lakers, now nah, fuck that No, no. No, I feel you. Oh shit. Um Um, let me see. Let me get down. My page is refreshing. Shady Shady Huda says, "You guys battle rap fans? If so, who is your favorite battle rap battler? My favorite battle rapper is Tay Rock. I just love the way that he does his thing. There's wrestling in his shit. He's just disrespectful as hell. He's loud, but then he's also like super surgical with it. He like uh, punchlines are crazy and he's just animated. He just knows how to be a battle rapper and he knows how to make you feel his bars. And he's also nuts as like a hype man and stuff like just everything that Tay Rock does. I fucks with him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't watch as much battle rap as I used to. I used to watch a lot of um, URL um mm-hmm. uh off the top of my head suit surf for sure surf, surf, yep. is, surf is dope i don't know what's mm-hmm. going on with surf I don't, we haven't gotten an update on him in a minute hopefully he's doing good um so yeah it don't sound good <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah no surf for sure uh daylight um mm-hmm. daylight. loaded mm-hmm. loaded lux man loaded lux mm-hmm. is giving us so many classic moments uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Shout out to DNA too. We need to uh, have a collab with that uh, the Attitude Era podcast one day, man. Yeah, yeah. Big shout out to DNA. Questions, questions. Thanks everybody for uh, being inside the chat and uh, being here with us. Y'all have been dope. There's a lot of stuff in here. I'm just running through it. Um, Cassie Alexander said, did the double or nothing MJF squash ruin Wardlow's momentum? That's a pretty good question. Do you think that whole weekend kind of put a perception on Wardlow for people? Or do you think that didn't really have too much to do with it? Um, I think it did what it was supposed to do for Wardlow. It gave him the big win on a pay-per-view. I do Mm -hmm. think the drama with Max kind of overshadowed his win. But I think... I don't think that ultimately did the most damage. I think um, having him as TNT champion and you quickly saw like the appeal of the chase wasn't mm-hmm. there anymore. Right. And I think um, the open challenge just doesn't really fit his gimmick as well as it does other wrestlers because correct the appeal of everything he was doing up to that point is he was squashing people and beating them quickly. Like mm-hmm. if you want to see open challenges, the appeal is that is seeing a guy come in and put somebody to the test. You don't really want exactly. to see that with what Warlow was doing. You you mm-hmm. want to see Warlow be dominant. You want to see the crowd hide into him doing the, the power bombs. So it just didn't really work with the, the open challenge gimmick. And I think yep. that hurt him more than anything. You're right. Yeah, because if you the 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 appeal of the open challenge thing is we might get somebody we never seen before and we have to see them showcase. They're not showcased if Warlow's just power bombing them 10 times. Yeah, you had to change up Wardlow's dynamic um, with the open challenges. I just don't think it worked. What do you think can work for him? Um, I kind of think you've got to just kind of rebuild him as a character. And I, it seems like they're trying to do that with the orange stuff. But I just think like that whole squash thing, that was hot and it was working, man. The mm-hmm. crowd was into it, but... Once they stopped doing the squashes, it was like, who is this guy anymore? And you got him away from MJF. And it's like, he just hasn't had, oh man, he just hasn't had any real character development since then. And yep. he hasn't had like any like real notable feuds other than the Joe feud. Mm-hmm. And man, the, the bad thing about it is when he has those feuds, people are more into the guys on the other side of the ring. Like, exactly. Because like, during that feud, I was, I was behind Joe because what Joe was doing was dope. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt the same way with Hobbs, where I felt like I'm kind of rooting for Hobbs here. And that's not a knock on Wardlow, but he hasn't really come out on top in any of these feuds where he hasn't come mm-hmm. out looking better. It felt like the Samoa Joe feud, he was getting more character development. Remember, they started talking about his dad thing. They're they're doing yeah. the, the haircut thing. But then as soon as he got back to Hobbs, he was just like, actually, I'm just a big fool who likes destruction. And it was like... Well, what happened here? Yeah, and I really like that promo. The the, the sit down he did with uh, yep. AR was very good. But mm-hmm. man, I just I feel like they got to keep going in that direction and building him. Yep. Um, I don't know. I I'm so tempted to say just turn him heel and let him like destroy guys. But I mean, um, I think he can be an interesting baby face. Right now, it's just really not hitting the same. That's all. They're gonna. I guess if they keep going hard on this uh, Arn thing and let Arn get him over some too it could work because the crowd still wants to be behind him the crowd still everybody is still like well what's up with Wardlow like even the people that are kind of off on him are still like well what happened and I think could be back if they give him something something to cling on to yeah Klingons look I brought it back is that Star Wars or is that Star Trek or maybe I didn't bring it back maybe I just ended a bunch of people and I'm sorry and I take it back Star Trek oh damn it 
erase. Uh, this is the point we're going to go back. <laughs> Happy uh, 4th of July to you guys, or whatever the day is today. 4th of July. <laughs> May the 4th. <four. laughs> yeah. Andrew the Giant says, thoughts on what they'll do with Apollo back on Raw. I think he's a good challenger for Gunther, but that is after but after that i'm stumped shout out to scripts getting unmasked on nxt different reggie not this one um apollo is back on the main roster i don't as as most people know we didn't watch too much nxt to know how he did down there but it seemed like he didn't really need seasoning in the first place i don't really know what the whole point of sending him down there was so um I, I get what they they wanted to do like a no frill stuff with him over there, and he had been doing the Nigerian uh, gimmick for a minute, so you mm-hmm. kind of needed to you know do a refresh with him. But then they went like super gimmicky with him, and they started doing the like the he can predict the future thing. So yeah. it was just like, <laughs> but if if the point was to get him away from like this ludicrous wrestling gimmick and like put him in in a setting where he was taken more seriously, you immediately went back to like a wild gimmick so yeah. i don't know i don't know how much being on nxt helped him i didn't watch nxt enough to see if the that's so raven stuff worked uh, <laughs> but it's the future <laughs> i can see yeah, um sure. i don't know but um i like apollo a lot man i i think he's a really great wrestler i think he's underrated um and so if he comes back up and they put more of a uh focus on him as a wrestler i'd be into it but man, you you you're now getting into that territory where you've now you know tried several rebrands with him and repackaging with him, and it's like you're kind of exhausting your audience. I like to think of it as Shelton Benjamin syndrome. Like if yeah. you keep like uh, you could keep bringing this back, keep trying, keep changing gimmicks. Eventually, people are people are just going to be like, "Oh, it's Apollo." What's yeah. different than the last time I saw him? Not a knock to him, of course, or Shelton Benjamin. They're both amazing, talented wrestlers. But if you just keep trying to feed this person to the people there, it's yeah. hard to, to get them into it. But shout out to Apollo. I hope that he does his thing. This is a uh, straight cash says uh, people talking about Jay White character presentation know nothing about Jay. He's slime. He's a slime dude. Yeah, definitely. People online being like, well, why would he run from Ricky Starks? Or why would he like, that's what he does. Like he doesn't, he's not of like, I'm a badass who I'll stay and fight. No, he's like going to figure out the way to like manipulate the the situation and get a win. Yeah. He's a, he's a manipulator. He's a cheater. He lies. I, I listen, I cannot wait for them to sell out Wembley so he can run around saying that he sold out Wembley. He can't wait. And, 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 and the Garden <laughs> and wait. the Tokyo Dome. I can't wait for him to get his lies off, man. <laughs> uh, wait. Redmond says, do we know when Edge's contract is up? I think there was a Fightful Select thing kind of getting into it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the specifics of it, but I, I do think uh, there is a select report on Edge. So get that. Get select. Um, Ashton says, what are your rankings of the mid-card champions in all of wrestling right now? What are your rankings? Rankings. Um, mm. Well, right now... Um, I think uh, the, the top two have to be the international title and the intercontinental title because of what yep. Gunther has done with those belt, with that belt, and 
what Orange Cassidy has done for the international belt. Um, hmm. Mid card belt in all of wrestling. That's a, mm-hmm. oof. Uh, I would rank the television championship up there as well. Um, because I think Joe has had a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, what Zack Saber Jr. is doing with the television championship yeah. for New Japan is really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that put the U.S. title probably around there because the U.S. title is in a better position than it's been in. But boy, it's uh, it's kind of taken a halt recently with the theory stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it's in a better standing than it had been in years. They switched uh, those. What do you think they're going to do with Theory over on SmackDown? like are they gonna do are they gonna try to play up him like the u.s championship has more prestige since roman isn't always around is that gonna be the top title over there while roman is out it's hard to tell man i could see uh i could see them um putting that belt on somebody else and letting them have like a run um uh, if 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 it's my prediction for uh backlash which is this weekend um I think Bronson's going to win. I think Bronson Reed is going to oh, win. Oh, that's himself. right. That triple threat match this weekend. Yeah. It's, uh, Where's Bronson at? Is Bronson on Ross still? I think he's on SmackDown. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I think Bronson's going to win. And I think if you want to put the belt on somebody else and kind of give them a chance to do what uh, Gunther's doing with the IC belt, uh, Bronson's a pretty good uh, option. I don't think Bobby needs another U.S. title run. I think everybody really wants to see him move on and, and get mm-hmm. back into the world title picture. It seems like he's probably going to be an opponent for Roman sometime this year. I would think so. So, yeah. And I, I, I don't know, man. I like, I, I think Deary is in a much better position than he was last year with the briefcase, but hmm, yeah, I, I think you got to try somebody else with that belt. I think Bronson makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think I think they should give it to Bronson this weekend. Bobby Lashley, I hope they start pushing him, and you know they he could maybe be the SummerSlam match at this point if that's where they're going to lead to, and whenever Roman's going to come back to work. But yeah, let's get it. Let's go for a fresh start. Let Bronson yeah. carry that belt, and let's move forward. Yeah, especially having like such a dominant champ like Gunther was, that's going to leave a big void. And I think that if Bronson's on SmackDown, he can fill that void. Um, Vasco's asks, what would you like to see for the international title at all in? Um, I've said that I think the the Orange Cassidy match should be Michael Oku. Let Michael mm-hmm. Oku challenge for that belt in UK mm-hmm. and in his uh, home country. I mm-hmm. think that's the move. Mm, Orange Cassidy, all in, international champion. That's an August that is i guess it kind of depends on where they're going to go with the main event it's like are they going to do a multi-man match is it going to be osprey and is osprey going to be there because that could be the rematch with osprey and uh orange cassidy from the forbidden door i think that could be a big match but i mean it, it, yeah, it all depends. Like, is Osprey gonna win the right uh, U.S. title in June? Mm-hmm. If he's champion again in June, um, obviously they're probably not gonna you do don't. the rematch. Right. Uh, but again, my Osprey match for All In. 
that I've been pushing is the Swerve match. Like Swerve it. versus Orange Cassidy. Swerve versus Osprey at All In should be the move, especially if he's U.S. champion. Swerve challenging for that belt is the move. Hmm. Um, C2C Media says, just curious, have you guys seen the game that's in development Ultra Pro Wrestling? If so, what do you guys think of it? I think I maybe have seen a trailer like in the last couple of weeks. And it feels like one of those like retro remix type games, maybe if I'm thinking of the right game. And it looks really cool. Anytime people are developing games outside of the big people, I love it because it's more wrestling, more fun, more things for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what this is, but sounds cool. Mm -hmm. I actually just saw this question on Twitter and I was curious what you would think. Lee J. Robinson says, MC, which one is more lyrical, Lupe or Nas? I mean, that's tough when you put anybody up against Nas. Nas yes. One of the greatest lyricists of all time. Um, I'm so tempted to say my guy, but you have to say Nas. <laughs> like Nas, Nas' career is like you, you can't just put anybody against Nas, man. Like he, and I mean, Lupe has said himself that, you know, Nas is one of his idols. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you have to go with Nas. It's like lyrical, the word exists in part because Nas. So, like, how do you say anybody? But Lupe, like, if you want, there's a couple of MCs that are like, all right, we need somebody to go against this motherfucker. He's the final boss. Lupe would definitely be one that I would send in there to try to get him. So, but yeah, no, Nas Lupe's, is just like the guy. Yeah, Lupe is Lupe. He's, he's one of my favorite rappers, but when we're talking like, Top lyricist, I think Lupe is on the list, but can I say he's, he's better than Nas? I don't know if I would say he's better than Nas. We'd have to go Nas and Black God, I think, maybe if we're gonna talk about final bosses. Yeah, you gotta throw like Rock him up there, like somebody else that's like yeah. a seasoned lyricist. That's like mm -hmm. the reason why lyricism is even a thing. Um, exactly. Right. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. So Nas and Hove, like the original beef was. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Patrick sure Patrick says. Us. Yeah, exactly. Do you think OC could drop the title next Wednesday to Daniel Garcia? Probably not. Um, I would like it if Garcia got the win, but I don't think he's going to. Yeah. Um, Mac from BK says, any thoughts on the King Von slash Trap Lore Ross documentary controversy? I haven't really yeah, what's heard that? too much about it. I think they uh, some dude put together a King Von documentary, and he put it out for free. But then a whole bunch of wa people watched it. Then he put it behind a paywall. Like there's some shady, mm. shady things behind it. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not up on it. Yeah. Uh, people are is saying they enjoyed the Briscoe segment from last night. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> wow. Um, David Reed says, could the six man tag at Dominion be a way to get Brian in New Japan? Mox Danielson shooter versus Okada, Tana, Hashi, and Ishii take my money. I definitely did pop up out of my seat the other night watching it. And not only Mox popping on screen, but him and Shooter saying that they're gonna have a mystery tag partner. I was like, it's gotta be somebody from BCC, right? I would think so. I would think so. Uh maybe it's Yuta. Maybe I don't know. Maybe this is the way to get Brian over there. I don't know. If it's Brian, Brian and the other side is Okada and Tanahashi and Ishii. Ah, that that would be crazy. When is that show? Uh, I believe that is in July. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. Dominion is June. In, in it's June. like June 19th usually. Yeah, so Dominion, 
Yeah, no, that'd be pretty nuts if it is Ryan Dennison. Like, uh, we're all thinking that it's probably going to be Yuta, but this is going to be a really good tease, I think. Yeah. Have Will do a pull apart during Max Caster's money. What does this say? If Will wasn't your friend and you looked at this at this appointment from outside view, what is the ideal expectations for Will at this position? Um, I mean, regardless if he's our friend or not, I think I think I would like to hope that he comes in and some of the things where like storylines will just get completely forgotten. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest issues. Like even I know people made their jokes about the sheeted thing last night, but I do think it's good that they finally gave us kind of a culmination to the story because we never got that because um, Soraya did not pick Sheeta as her partner at the forum. She picked Tony, and she looked like she kind of felt away. And so we finally got like oh, we a totally, payoff. I totally forgot about that. They just like yeah, Sheeta exactly. was just listening. Yeah, she just went off TV. We never got a payoff to that. She never picked a side. And so I think that this was a great way to go back to that. So I want to see more stuff like that. Uh, my mm-hmm. expectation for him is that he'll, as the wrestling brain that he is, remember things that other people have forgotten and give us those kind of callbacks. Totally. You remember what happened three weeks ago and six weeks ago and 20 weeks ago. <laughs> Will Washington, it's going to be fun uh, just knowing his, just like you said, his wrestling mind to remember things that nobody else is going to remember that we just forgot. And he'll be able to connect some dots that are sometimes feel like they left, they're left loose. Yeah. Everybody, somebody willing to pull apart. Yeah, that's going to be super funny. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Reg Book 2D and TJPW that that would be dope actually. Um somebody says just kind of regress uh, Dungeon Master of Puppets, no new members. There are three hosts of Grapsity. Nah, no no new friends, no new friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nim says Trinity on Forbidden Door rep and impact. That would be cool. Yeah, look, I'm excited for Trinity. Um, I listened to some of the busted open interview, I still need to the whole thing. Um, I think it's great that uh, she stood her ground and was like, mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not about to, I'm not about to be doing with no disrespect. And I'm out and went somewhere where she was appreciated. Um, definitely being in the crowd for the show on Saturday, it seemed like people people are welcoming her in the locker room and the crowd was very hyped for her so i'm excited to see what she does uh finished a lot of narratives that were created back talking about when these two women walked out she was like yeah i was being disrespected disrespected they were talking to me crazy that's it yeah um who would have thought it yeah i definitely have to listen to some interviews and get more of her uh her uh, feedback on what happened. Because I think people have been kind of waiting for her side of the story. I, I think the unfortunate thing about uh, her relationship with Mercedes is obviously some people just see Mercedes as the biggest star. And so right. she's been seen as like, you know, Mercedes' friend and all of this. And she has her own story. She has her own wants and things. So it's good to see her out and about um, and doing interviews and wrestling again. Right. Um, D-Lo Diggs says, favorite Janet Jackson song? Um, 
I mean, this is she's got like a amazing discography. It's kind of hard mm. to pick one. Um, I probably would go what uh, that's the way love goes, you know, because Q Tip he went crazy. He did go crazy on that. Uh, <laughs> favorite Janet Jackson record, man. Um, I don't know when Poetic Justin came about. You know, that mm-hmm. definitely reminded me how dope that record is that mm-hmm. they sample for that. Anytime is fantastic mm-hmm. record. Um, a right. lot of stuff they did with Jimmy Jam and like those guys, mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. Um, um, for whatever reason, I always have a soft spot for a We Go Deep. Just mm-hmm. that video for We Go Deep is wild mm-hmm. to me. The, the house party of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Janet, man, Janet's a legend, man. Yeah, and her the new viral video of her. Dancing and smelling weed. I laughed this morning for like an hour. <laughs> Every time I think of that video, I just laugh. Yeah, that's um, another dope sample too. The the Wale record with the, the sample we go deep is yeah. Wale, shout out to Wale. We need to get Wale on the show. Yeah, shout out to Wale. Uh, Scottish surgeon says, lads, what do you think of the House of Black open house rules? Uh, I think it's dope. I think it's a great way to um, make their run with the belts distinct. Yes. I think it gives the House of Black um something new to do because we don't we haven't seen them on TV in a while and I've been definitely looking around like yo where are they what are they doing and so I think this mm-hmm. is a great way to reintroduce them and give them something unique yeah I think it's good uh it's gonna add a different element to the match when when or to their matches when there's so much going on wrestling's a pro wrestling's a variety show. You got to have some kind of variety to separate. You got tag team championships. You got trios championships. You got all these different championships. There has to be something that's going to separate them. And so for them to add this element, I think is really dope. Uh, The Bucks fired Mike Budenhauser. He deserved it. I didn't see that. Um, I figured he was going to get fired after the last game, man. That was a horrible, horrible loss. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a very humiliating loss. I figured he was going uh, Scott George says, hopefully when Will is established in AEW, he can invite Reg to distract Ward, though, so Powerhouse Hobbs can whack him and take the, back the title. Okay, you know, I'm not mad at it. I like it. Uh, Vincent Forte says, love you guys both. Appreciate that. Thoughts on Sonata and Just Five Guys. I love that name, Just Five Guys. Love Sonata, but the actual faction gimmick kind of feels rudderless. Um, Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, shout out to Vin. Um, I I like Sonata a lot. I like that they finally gave him the title and they finally showed that, you know, that we're ready to move forward with him. And I do think he needed something different because he's with LIJ for so long. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just, the, just five guys just isn't really hidden for me at the moment. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> all, although I, like, I like everybody involved in it. I think Tai Chi is extremely underrated. Um, mm-hmm. And I... I just the five of them together, though, hasn't really done anything for me yet. And maybe that'll change, but it just hasn't really been hidden for me. Mm, I think this is a response to who we think in AEW would do well in WWE. So who do you think would do well in WWE, but they would drop the ball on? That's just like another story. <laughs> Jade, probably. Wardlow, maybe. Uh, you know, I think Wardlow would do very well over there. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean, there's a few other guys that I think could do well over there, man. Like, I think, like, somebody, like, that we don't see on TV all the time, like Nick Camarado might do all right over there. Um, True. I don't know. Nick Camarati. 
Uh, Chaos Control says, man, I shed three tears when I saw Will's All Elite graphic. So happy for him and excited for more graphics. Appreciate that. We all, we all, Will, uh, congratulations, Will trending on Twitter. It's just like crazy, man. <sighs> crazy. Happy for that guy, man. Really, yes. really happy for him, man. Genuinely Shout happy. Out to my friend. Hot take. We want to put this on the screen because people have been saying this. Jay's TBS title run starting to feel similar to Roman's. <laughs> um, I don't really agree, but yeah. But good. The, good. The difference to me with Jay right now is it doesn't feel like they had their moment and they passed on it. That's the thing that's really bugging me with the Roman stuff right now. Is it feels like they had that moment twice. And they just were like, nope, we're just going to keep the Roman stuff going. I, I don't feel like they've quite had that moment where it felt like this is the one to beat her yet. Um, that's that's kind of the only difference I see. Um, I do think that they've got to give her bigger feuds, though, and give her some yeah. bigger storylines. I mean, I'm guessing they're going to keep moving forward with this Taya thing, but people are so sour on that finish that I don't Let know me... if it's starting off on the right foot. I didn't mind the finish because I think that the feud's gonna keep going. Like if yeah. if 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 she doesn't get a rematch, then yeah, that finish is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't mind the finish because I think it's I don't think the story's done. Right. Uh Will Ross says, You guys have said in the past not to follow wrestling companies and follow individual wrestlers, and that makes sense. But does that change for you guys now that Will being part of AEW management? It's a good question. Uh, why would it change? Um, it's not necessarily that I'm rooting for AEW to always succeed. I'm rooting for for my friend to succeed, yep. and it's kind of the same thing with the wrestlers. Like, yeah, I I want them to do right by my friend there, and I want him to do good things there. That doesn't mean that you know I am just gonna go out and go buy one of those all elite hoodies and just be rah rah <laughs> these guys now. Stand up for AEW. No, we're not gonna. It's gonna be the same shit. Like. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it's still the same. It's still support uh, the wrestlers, and now it's just support our friend who's a part of this wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jr. says I saw folks on Twitter say Jericho wearing the Brit shirt was embarrassing when I thought it was a good heel move in the correct ton- context. I was stunned because I was like, "Fair play, Jericho." Yeah, I thought that was that one is just the dumbest because like. And as a heel, that like he caused this shirt, so of course he would be wearing it. I mean, I think the shirt controversy is silly. Um, it's wrestling, right? Like mm-hmm. people do heelish stuff like that. I mean, he was the guy that created the beatdown that gave her the black eye, so of course he's gonna wear the shirt to make fun of Adam Cole to push him over the edge so i didn't think there was anything wrong with him wearing the shirt at all that's what the heels that's what this started as with the heels wearing the shirt to make fun of brit now should they be selling the shirt i don't know another story for another day i guess i i don't know but uh is is it kind of a lazy shirt yes but again it's supposed to be lazy and annoying because it's heels being annoying Mm -hmm. it's like yeah if you look at it in that context text of like the heels the outcast went and made these shirts themselves like of course this is what it would look like they're yeah. just like we threw her polaroid on a fucking shirt yeah uh king of the north has a great question i just want to know if reg is going to present an award for us at the festi show hey man 
Besties is a deeper, darker criminal link, man. <laughs> so maybe I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, man. No, yeah, I feel you. Shout out. Shout out to the homie Graham, man. He celebrated his birthday yesterday, man. Happy yeah, birthday. shout out to Graham. Happy birthday to the dog, Bay Area legend. Uh, Seto freaking Kabai says, "Do you think TK might get a famous UK artist to perform at All In?" Maybe. Should he should uh he should do something cool over there? Mm-hmm. Who's a big get, artist? Let us know. You gonna get a uh, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> 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 21 21 shout out to 21 <laughs> uh burton jean says who's going to wwe reg or phil oh, probably neither one of us <laughs> um mm, mm. i'll see either of us going there man uh, it would be funny if one of us ended up there it would be hilarious they don't. They don't hire podcasters, though. They don't. They don't fuck with us like that. No, of course not. Mm-mm. I'm trying to get through all these questions. I have a TV show to watch because I have a podcast to do, so I have homework. Um, so I'm gonna try to burn through the rest of these. Um, do you think HH and Sean have had bigger NXT names back to tell Vince stuff? Set up. Wait. Do you think that they held some bigger NXT names back to let the Vince stuff settle before sending them up and avoid killing certain guys that aren't Vince guys? Uh, maybe, but I think um, I think some guys um, they it seemed like this was this was their time to move up. Like, what else were you going to do with Grayson Waller? I didn't really see them putting a belt on him, and so I I see I think this was as good of a time as any to bring him up. He just had a big match during WrestleMania weekend was. Gargano, so it made sense to move him up now. Um, right. It made it made sense to move Indy up before they put the belt on her um, because she's been there long enough. Um, I think this is fine. I think uh, the only people that I was surprised haven't moved yet up yet is Brian. Right, that was pretty surprising. But I think he can get some more seasoning down there in NXT. Yeah, um, I think they're still trying to develop him as a character first. Right. Torch Crawler says the vast majority of people online have never had an actual career and it shows having friends at direct competitors is so normal in every industry, honestly. Yeah, man. Look, he took a job. That's all this is. This is a job. This doesn't mean that, all right, well, he goes there. So that means we're going to rebrand our show and we're all of a sudden just going to be like, oh, well, AEW can do no wrong. Like, no, of course not. They can do wrong. We'll talk about it when they do. Uh, Tom Talks Rubbish says, no question, just wanted to send you both positive vibes because you're both amazing and wrestling media is better for having you in it. Thanks, Tom. Really appreciate that. We're just trying to be uh, two regular dudes in the space. Fat <laughs> uh, Laces P. Cola says, who are some young talent you foresee heading a night, headlining a night one or night two at WrestleMania in five to six years from now? Headlining is tough, man, because you know they have their guys that are set as headliners, right? Like Roman is Roman is still going to be a headliner for like the next few years. That's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, young talent that I can see um, so tough, man. Uh, mm, that's already there. Yeah. Um, stuff. 
It is because, yeah. like I said, they just have like they have their their set. It's set like it's kind of set in stone. Um, hmm, uh, I'm going to say I think it all depends on how the next few years go on. They're, they're so high on theory. I could theory yeah. at headlining a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how people are going to respond to that, but again, it didn't matter how they responded to Cena at some point. If Once they were behind Cena and they, they decided Cena was going to be a guy, he's going to be a guy. And it seems like they're similarly behind theory. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with theory. That's probably, a, theory too. that's probably unpopular, but I'm, I'm going to go with theory. Theory or another unpopular one. Cause, right cause on. I mean, cause I mean, if you're asking me who or who are young guys that I think deserve that spot, that's kind of different than who, if, if who is like a realistic prediction. Theory is right. kind of a realistic prediction because they clearly see something in this guy. If it's somebody that I think deserves it, um, on the women's side, I would love to see Roxanne main event at WrestleMania. She deserves it. Um, and I think she's going to be somebody that's going to be a huge deal there. Um, but like, if we're talking like realistic predictions, it's probably theory. Mm-hmm. Desi Baby says there's some correlation between LeBron and Drake on the movement of men and how they act, and that I haven't fully flushed on flushed out yet. But this there, I know there's definitely some correlation. That's why Drake be acting like that when he's around LeBron. Um, no, LeBron is also from the generation that uh, Drake has. Um, encouraged to be passive aggressive as well and so mm. that's why you see lebron do passive aggressive things sometimes as well um like that whole tweet where he uh <laughs> we was quoting the lyrics at uh at the grizzlies and i was just like all right bro like this okay <laughs> <laughs> chill out or when he beat new york and, and he he tweeted that king of new york thing on instagram i was like all right, all right Brian. <laughs> but that's just that era like i right, look get your shit off man it's cool Right. Yeah, no, it, the, it's the passive-aggressive error, so it makes sense. Uh, Jimmy Finger says, do you think Bray Wyatt will fall flat when he returns again? His creative will flat before he left. I'm a Bray fan, but I don't have faith he will captivate. I don't know. I hope uh, I hope that he can come back and they have plans for him. I think that is always a thing. Um, and, and, and many conversations we've had, not just with WWE, but with AEW, because that was kind of the thing we just talked about with Jay White have plans for these guys when you bring them in. Don't just drop That's them it. on into your programming and then kind of figure it out on a way. Make some plans for them coming in and then it'll be a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. No comment. Uh, Jimmy Fingers also says, <laughs> how about Enzo and Big Bill versus the acclaim at All In? What? Mm-hmm. Why that? Uh, no, nah, I'm good on that. <laughs> no. Oh. I'm good on that. No. <laughs> We're good on that. We're going to uh, opt out of that. <laughs> um, there's a lot of lot of stuff here, guys. Again, appreciate y'all for being here with Phil and I for Ask Rhapsody every other Thursday. You can catch us again in two Thursdays. So um, I'm just scrolling through. Um, Augie Doggy says, who is your favorite member of Griselda and why is it Conway? Um, Conway is, in my opinion, definitely the best rapper out of the three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would say my favorite member is Benny. Um, mm. just because not just the Benny freestyles. I think Benny has had some amazing, amazing albums. The Tenant Talk series mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, 
I mean, you can't really go wrong with the three of those guys. The three of those guys are incredible, but I'm going mm-hmm. to go with Benny as my favorite. My favorite uh, Griselda member is always West Side Gun, of course. Like, I know, I know that he's supposedly the third best rapper there, but I honestly like his raps the best out of all of them because the way that the people, the thing that are annoying about people like his voice and like all that shit, I like all that shit. I think he's dope. And so, and he's like the leader and the, the, the kind of head of Griselda. But again, like Phil said, you can't go wrong with any of them. They all are spitters. Conway has a new one dropping tonight. So that's going to be dope. I'm excited about it. Something, something. Um, Again, thank you everybody for donating. Y'all are super cool. Tom Talks Rubbish says, if Jim Ross retires after his AEW deal expires, what is one match on the AEW roster you want to see him call? Um, I feel like you need him for a huge match. And so uh, I feel like if we... If we do get CM Punk versus Kenny, I think he has to be on commentary. It's got to be JR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a dope match. Uh, yeah, something like that. Some some big giant Kenny uh, match. I like the really uh, the, the matches that he has called of Kenny. He has added a pretty epic element to it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Just trying to get to the bottom of this, you guys. You guys are super cool. A lot of comments all day, every day. You'll never stop, and I love you. Uh, Cabbage Sensei says, Grapsy for life. How wide is the discrepancy between what fans think they know about backstage compared to actual locker room cultures operate? Ooh, it is a it is a Grand Canyonist. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it is a Grand Canyon like discrepancy between what people actually think and what they actually know. Because boy, it's stuff back there that people don't know. And I say this as somebody that doesn't know anything. Um, yep. It nah, it's it, it's a huge discrepancy. I think everything you think, and even when you think you know, it's not. It's like, it's huge. It's the difference between where we are right now and where you you are, wherever, Cabbage Sensei. <laughs> it's far. Uh, Kai says, what role would you give Will if he comes on screen? I don't think Will's going to be on screen. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be kind of wild if he's on screen. Uh, role <laughs> if I gave him on screen. Um, he should be like a on-screen like fact checker. Like you, That would be a hilarious gimmick for him if that would be. If you just had him uh, come in um, for like MJF for like a big heel and like he just would come in and go, ah, 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 that's not true. And then he like, <laughs> like points out why it's not true. And he comes with like this like random fact from like Dynamite like three years ago. I think that'd be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Fingers again. Thanks for all the uh, chats today, Jimmy. Uh, I would like to see something meaningful for Mark Briscoe. I know he comes off as goofy, but he can go. I would also like to see Leto far away from Double J. Leto's being presented like an aging legend. Um, yeah, I think they've got. I think they're probably going to do something big with Mark eventually. Um, I don't mind Lethal with uh with uh Satnam and uh, uh Double J at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see him do other things. I have been enjoying him more as a heel, but I, I would like to see him do other things. I mean, it is weird that we were 
a few years ago, like, man, what are they gonna do with Jay Lethal? And like now, Jay mm-hmm. Lethal is like on TV all the fucking time, all the time, He's on TV <laughs> constantly. So, yeah, we're taking a big, a big difference from that to to what we've gotten here. Akai asked a great question: uh, brand specific titles for AEW now that they're doing this. I different show for Phil. I I hope not. Um, I can see. I can see the temptation to introduce another world title. I don't think they should. I think that they should uh, just make it clear, like the network championships mean something. Like if that's the way to, you know, put more emphasis on the TNT and the TBS championship, I think that's what they should do instead. Because correct me if I'm wrong, collisions on TNT, right? Collisions on TNT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I would use the TNT title like a fixture on that on that show because it is the TNT title. Yeah, I think there's a way to uh, that that won't. It, there's just so many open questions to what's going to happen with that show with the locker room. Is it does brand split going to be as hard as everybody keeps saying? So it's going to be interesting to see how they move forward. I think we could finally get to the end of the questions. I have to go and watch Ring of Honor because I have a Ring of Honor post show. But again, thank you, everybody, for asking your questions. There was a lot of them. You guys are super dope. Phil and I are here every other Thursday on Ask Grapsity. Pay $5 to Fightful Select. You're going to catch us on Saturday, regular Grapsity, where we'll be talking all the news in wrestling this week and every week and basketball and soccer and uh, play a pop. I don't know why I said soccer, but you get it. Soccer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see y'all. We're going to see y'all this Saturday. Shout out to all y'all. Uh, big pieces. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.